who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Sarah Michelle Gallagher, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Fame Fountain. Now the Backstreet Boys are all grown up with their own ability. Cue the outrage. We are the pop culture professors. Settle down now. Smart people, dumb topics forever. Hello. Hello. Welcome to We Stand Together. Oh, yeah. You know that this is Smart People, Dumb Topics. That's right. We are the pop culture professors. Mm-hmm. Self-proclaimed, of course. Uh, but <laughs> you know what? It works. Yeah, absolutely. And this is really an academic symposium, first and foremost. First we and foremost. have taught at the college level, and we do watch too much TV. So mm-hmm, we're pop mm-hmm. culture professors. Deal with it. Today, actually, in a in a class with a student, they asked me how I was physically capable of consuming as much television as I do wow. while still somehow managing to grade their homework. Wow. And I said, I don't know. They look up to you. Uh, mm, that I don't know that it's they look up to me. I think they they fear for my emotional well-being. I think they're I think it was fear. Well, that's good. They should be part questions. of the team. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, uh, for those of you on this academic journey with us uh, and trying to wrap your head around standing and standum, we always like to kick things off by sharing with you what we're standing right now. And Caitlin, what are you standing right now? You know what I realized? I'm standing the entire channel FX. (laughs) The entire channel. Okay. Atlanta, what we do in the shadows, better things. I I challenge them to make a bad show. That's what I challenge FX to do. Good luck with that. Because all their programming <laughs> is the best. Amazing. I mean, I, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, a classic. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, true. how are they going to keep it up? How are they going to top themselves? It, that's a challenge. That, 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 that is the question. Wh- where do you go when you've already reached such soaring heights? And FX started kind of rough back in the 90s. So to see their glow up, it's, it's inspiring. It is. It, it is. It is a hugely inspiring journey that a, <laughs> I think most people a identify. Cable, <laughs> a cable network, you know, the basic didn't get cable all. network FX journey as being uh, truly. <laughs> that's that's the next major motion picture I want to see. The, the story of a scrappy basic cable network. It just had a parent company that was one of the biggest in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's, that's a wild thing to stand. Well, what are you standing this week, okay? You know what? I am standing Barty's Strange, who is a producer and songwriter. Uh, he is actually a, a friend of mine from Oklahoma. Wow. Shout out an Oklahoma. Um, but he he's 
been making amazing music for as long as I've known him, but he has this album that came out back in March called Say Goodbye to Pretty Boy. Uh, it's available on Bandcamp, so you know, you should probably go over there and buy the digital album or send it as a gift or do both. Uh, but I just can't stop listening to Say Goodbye to Pretty Boy. I just, and yeah, and he also has this one song uh, called Lemon World. He's just like, he's got so much great music and I've just been listening to it on a loop and I keep sharing it on, on various social media platforms. At some point, I'm expecting a restraining order. Yeah. Uh, because he does know how to reach me. He does know where to find me. But I can't stop standing him. He's so good. I love him. But do you know how to find him? I, well, mm, Is he vaguely. scary? I don't know. I mean, he, he last time I texted him, he did respond with some emojis. So I think we're still... Some emojis. Still okay, chill. emojis mm-hmm. vary a lot. Yeah. They seem to be They seem to be good. Uh, but I'm, I'm just such a huge fan. And it's so cool. It's so cool. Uh, when you see someone that you've known for so long, just like watching watching someone that's like a cool person's career start to kick into higher gear is just like so exciting. Yeah. So like me and out. a basic cable channel, you and a real mm-hmm. human. Yes. Yeah. A real human who makes uh, who who makes music. Uh, and I and and I know them per- personally. But but you also know FX. So oh, I, yeah. I've known yeah. FX since it was born. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, those We're are doing... great stands. You know what we always stand every week? A five-star five review. I mean, we and we got a great one from okay. BWFI. What a username. Okay. The subject is awesome show. Okay. Killing it. <laughs> <laughs> and the review reads, such a hysterical and relatable listen. These gals mm. are the perfect guides to all things pop culture. I stand. Oh, my God. Thank you, BWFI. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You know who I would like to give a five-star review to? I'm interested. Tell me more. Today's guest. Oh, my God. Mariah Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Mariah Smith. Oh, my gosh. Please welcome Welcome. to the show. Mariah Smith. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here, Mariah. I'm so excited. You guys are crazy. From Los Angeles. (laughs) Yep, all the way from the... City of Angels. It is Just amazing. Demon. <laughs> it is kind of amazing that though we are on opposite coasts, I feel like we're all just like being cozy together right now. It's yeah. amazing. It's pa- I'm in bed. You're in your closet. Caitlin's <laughs> in a random room. <laughs> There's no decor behind me at all. I am the reason Zoom backgrounds were invented to like <laughs> add some flair to a space. You can tell like, us. Ma'am, your background is. <laughs> So undistracting, it's distracting. <laughs> There's no one wants no to way look to at know. you this much. <laughs> There's truly no way to know where you are. You could be in a basement. You could be in a very large closet. You could be yes. literally anywhere. A very large closet. She could be anywhere. She could be in like a, a restaurant's refrigerator. And who knows? <laughs> that is where I am. Look, the there's no one the- eating inside restaurants these days. I yeah. do my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are talking continuity errors on television. This topic, because first of all, it, there's a lot. There's a lot. Second of all, we had to talk about it because you, Mariah, this is like your field of expertise. Like you are continuity expert and oh god and caitlin and i realized as we were preparing for this show that we actually don't totally know your origin story oh wow about how you came to be such an expert on continuity oh god i love the term origin story it's like x-men and i love that (laughs) um (laughs) so i worked in tv i work in tv and when i was right out of college uh, a few years ago, mm-hmm. um, I <laughs> I was working as a PA on a show called Best Week Ever, right. and we were tasked with watching certain TV shows. My TV shows were the Steve Harvey Show, which killed me every day, wow. and Keeping <laughs> Up with the Kardashians. Um, and simultaneously, while we were watching these shows, we also had to sit in edits. So I was sitting in a lot of edits, looking at cuts coming together, having like a continuity sort of like view and Mm -hmm. then one day i was watching the kardashians and they were just glaring continuity errors and so i said why don't i i'm gonna start a tumblr for my friends and it was keeping up with the continuity errors and i did one post one episode 
And I truly thought five people were going to look at it. And then by the end of that week, about 10,000 people had looked at it. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll do this again. People actually (laughs) care. So I did it again on Tumblr. And I did it on Tumblr for a couple of months. And then I started getting paid for it. Um, And I've been tracking the continuity airs on the show since season, like, 10 i want to say 9 or 10 and now they're on season 18 oh my wow which and that is not you thank god they don't do seasons by years they do about two seasons a year oh, yeah, people yeah. so i have yeah. yeah so i've been doing it for a decade but uh oh, you've been doing it for a minute story. it started out as a joke and it turned into a job that's wow. amazing you're that you're truly living the new american dream right <laughs> like this is like we all are like let me post something that turns into a, a job. I know. How many people oh, no. have the opposite story that they're like, I think about 10,000, 20,000 people will look at this. Five. And then it's five. Caitlin. Oh, God. That was my journey for so long. And then I, once I revised how I thought about it, I was like, oh, I should expect that no one will watch this. Perfect. That is the best. This is my mind. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I was one of the people following you on Tumblr. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I actually remember you because you have such a unique name. Yes. Your last name. And we and were. I, think I remember. Yeah, I was a. I was a fan before we were friends. Whoa. Whoa. See, that's how I make my friends. I turn my fans into friends. Look at that. Yeah, and keeping that in mind, <laughs> listeners, like you. This could be you. This could be you. You never know. I you never know. Podcast one day. Just tell me you're a fan. <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's mariah's expertise on continuity lauren do you feel like yeah. you have an expertise on continuity um i guess i guess my claim to this topic is that i very often am a continuity error in the sense that like i never know how old i am and i often tell people <laughs> the wrong age like some women knowingly lie about their age I just don't know my age. Mm-hmm. And it like two of my best wow. friends pointed this out to me last summer. I was on um I was doing a, a tour and my friend Ben and Rocky, shout out to Ben and Rocky, who are listeners. Thank you so much. Uh, but we were in the car and there's just the three of us. There was no audience. And I very earnestly said, Well, now that I'm turning 30, whatever, and the car got really quiet. And Raquel just like put her hand on my shoulder and said, sweetie, you already had that birthday a while ago. <laughs> and I was like, <gasps> and I like truly was like, what year? I don't know. And like this, this happens often. Like wow. I often am just like, and sometimes I age myself up. Like it's, I'm new, like sometimes I'm, I'm younger. Sometimes I'm older. It's, I'm very inconsistent. I wow. just, you just I, have a, a general idea of where your age might land. Yeah. I, and I'm not sure when it happened. Cause I, as a kid, I was always very aware of birthdays and ages, but at some yeah. point in my, in my, some point in my twenties, I just, it stopped meaning anything. And now I don't know. So wow. that's, I'm a living continuity error. Wow. That's my credit. Amazing. Caitlin, what about you? I have a similar credit in that I think I I seemed like a continuity error at an old office where I worked. Um, I <laughs> used to work for I, I started working for this production company on a show called Joker's Wild, which was the sketch show spinoff to Impractical <gasps> Jokers. Whoa, but I worked wow. in the same office as the Impractical Jokers, and then um, that show I worked I worked like around the office for let's say six months. That show aired, it got canceled, whatever. But they brought me back to write for Impractical Jokers like eight months later. So I was just in the same office. And some people were like, do I, I met you though and we've worked together. I'm like, yeah, there was another show here. But it was like people forgot. Um, So I seemed like a, some sort of like glitch in the matrix to people. They're like, you're here now? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I was here before. They're like, yeah, but not. And I'm like, yeah, it was just different. (laughs) <laughs> See, I, on the topic of errors, I don't consider myself detailed by any stretch of the term, but mm-hmm. when I watch TV and when I look at things online, I'm mm-hmm. very concerned about, like, that was in this place before. Every little minor detail, it almost, it's it's bizarre. Well, what it's is funny, the- like, I was saying something about the audio quality of something and to my husband, and he was like, and I was like, you know, and I'm not even someone who's, like, crazy about audio quality and he's like i consider you someone who's crazy about audio quality and i was like oh right i guess i meant compared to all my other friends who work in tv yeah 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 wait i have a question though mariah what is a continuity like what continuity error like 
haunts you? Like, what <laughs> of all of them? Like, oh god! Like, is there one that you're like, this one just I can't forgive them for this one. There one that that, that comes to mind immediately. It'd be, it's a very new one, and it just. It was so glaring. I was watching Vanderpump Rules. Okay. Um, and Lala was having a conversation with Kristen. These are two of the lead cast members. And Lala had like a stack of necklaces. And in some scenes, they're like very prominent necklaces. Like she had a big cross, a big mm-hmm. plane, all these big things. And each time they cut to her, the necklaces were in different positions as <laughs> if they were like literally one time they were on her back one time it was her shoulder then one was <laughs> randomly missing and that to me i was like how can you do every single cut to her the necklaces are in a different position you can't be more clear you're chopping the sentences together it was alarming you would think production would say don't wear accessories that's and that's the thing too especially accessories that are so on display yeah yeah, because there's no reigning yeah. Lala in. You just can't. Yeah, you just can't. You I, once you go Randall, there are no rules that apply. <laughs> but that's uh, a it's a hard card to play. You got to be willing. Yes, <laughs> you got to be you got to be an expert player to, to draw that card. Okay, and committed to the game. Uh, and oh speaking of committed to the game, I think we should play our first game. I think we should do. Ooh. All right. You know, we're gonna we're gonna put your expertise to the test in this game, Mariah. Yeah, you're really right. gonna help the world. And this game is called Fix okay. It, Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna give you some continuity errors on famous TV sitcoms. And as a sitcom writer and a continuity expert, I'm gonna ask you yeah. to pitch an explanation of what happened. You're going to give us an explanation these shows never actually did. Okay, so an explanation as to why the error. Yeah, if you're working in the writers' room for these shows, okay, you're going to you're going to be the fixer. Okay. Um, the mom on the Fresh Prince is two totally different people. (laughs) (laughs) It's season four. (laughs) What happens with that? Um, I believe you're referring to Aunt Viv, who yes, yes, Mm -hmm. then comes down the mom of the Banks family, right? Yes. Yes. The reason that happened is because they are a very wealthy family. Mm-hmm. And this is at the height of cosmetic surgery and the height of uh, of elective, elective surgery. So I do believe that someone who is so wealthy in such a materialistic society would have gotten some severe body transplant. I mean, a that's severe, just that a severe yeah. body transplant is the wildest way of describing. I love it too because it's like, I well, I want to look mostly the same. Exactly, but make me different. <laughs> Who doesn't go into the plastic surgeon asking it's just, that? It's just like it's just. I just want to. I just want to shake it up. I want a new yeah. face in the mirror. Oh, shout out to Janet Hubert Witten and Daphne Maxwell Reed, our two aunt fans. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh wow. Okay. I think you nailed that one. Um mm-hmm. Thank uh, you. on Family Matters, Judy Winslow walks up the stairs <laughs> after four seasons of being a daughter on the show and she never comes back. This character's never referenced again. What happened there? <laughs> With that one, I think what we have to assume happened is she walks up the stairs, and I don't know if many of you are familiar with sitcom stairs. There's only, on the set, there's only the stairs you see on screen. There aren't any stairs beyond that. Mm-hmm. I think in this world, she fell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she broke mm-hmm. her neck. Oh, and then immediately died on the spot. <laughs> which means, and the family was so pained by this very preventable accident. Um, they could have gone above and beyond production standards and added some more stairs right they don't talk about it because it's so traumatizing i mean imagine if your daughter fell down the stairs into a void and cracked her spine and never and never woke up (laughs) the reality of like a joint family trauma just we're not going to talk about it (laughs) is very real just like we don't talk about it we can't talk about it that also explains you know laura is harboring so much guilt as being the one that survived (laughs) yes survivors they all have survivors matters is actually an exploration of survivors guilt maybe stefan or kel is a 
vision they're all having. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. That recontextualizes that show to really. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. On the finale of Will and Grace, we are to believe that Will and Grace each have a child that become friends. But then when they reboot the show, they don't have kids at all. What now, I do there? need to interject. They kind of ad- they, they address this in the reboot pilot, but like it's so quick. You might you blink and you might have missed what it. What do they say? The idea is that it was a, they try to set it up like Karen wakes up and it has been a dream, but they don't like yeah. they don't directly address it. They just trying to they, they're trying to make you think that Karen was drunk and dreamed it. I'd say in a world where it was not a dream. Mm-hmm. After being dropped off at college, the two the two children become a a couple. Mm-hmm. They end up having sex. Mm-hmm. They end up becoming pregnant. Mm-hmm. They go to the doctor, and the doctor says this child shares <laughs> this child's parents share genes. Oh, so then we learn that. Unfortunately, Will and Grace didn't realize that they were related at the at the start of the series. They then had sex twice and didn't realize that the children were their children and were somehow estranged. And again, this is the shameful part where Will and Grace are so ashamed of themselves they can't let the secret get out. They don't talk about it. That would be a long story. <laughs> that would be a long story and that's why i get why they really just went, went, went ahead and said it was a dream and i like to think like jack doesn't know so they don't <laughs> jack- <laughs> nobody they don't want to hurt him. oh my god <laughs> yep no that makes sense wow this is why uh, this is why you're a professional tv writer you get yes. <laughs> oh my gosh okay they pay me to do it oh, yeah. on that it. 70s show the entire series is supposed to take place over four years four calendar years However, there are eight Christmas episodes. <laughs> Please explain why there are eight Christmases in four years in the world of that 70s show. In the world of that 70s show, there are eight Christmases because, as everyone knows, Caitlin, okay, Christmas, Christmas in July is a very, very, very celebrated Holidays, especially in the 70s. And where were they? Wyoming? Uh, Wisconsin. <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Hello, Wisconsin. <laughs> the, the, in Wisconsin, everyone knows in the 70s <laughs> that they were the leaders um, in the in the leading in the holiday industry demanding that there was Christmas in July. Therefore, you have two Christmases a year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Obviously. That's I can't believe I asked, Ashley. I can't believe you asked why they were wearing winter coats to celebrate Christmas in July. Yeah, they have to commit to the bit. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, lastly, on Friends, Ross's birthday is at various times said to be in March, December, and then specifically October 18th. (laughs) Please explain. Okay. That's because Ross is a narcissist. Okay, I'm with you. Ross is a narcissist, and he feels he's not getting enough enough glow up in the group that he has to pretend his birthday multiple times a year. So then, on the first of the following year, he can confront his friends, letting them know that they don't pay enough attention to him, that they really thought he had four birthdays a year because they couldn't remember the subsequent ones. Wow, wow. So, yeah, I mean, I can say that explained. Five yeah, for five for me. Thank you. Thank wow. you. This is why you're the continuity expert. You just get yeah. it. You get it. I just get it. I get it. It speaks to me, and I am the one who can turn it all around. And oh, find out just... that Stefan or Cal is part of repressed <laughs> grief, and that family matters has more in common with six feet under than we thought. <laughs> oh my god! It's, it's honestly, I, I think I have to write my thesis. Yeah. yeah. I think you've got a lot to unpack there. I also yeah. just, I couldn't figure out another place in the, this episode to bring this up. So I just want to bring this up right now. In preparation yeah. for today, I was reading a lot of listicles about continuity errors. And one of the ones that made me laugh so hard 
was did you during the run of Boy Meets World, yeah. Topanga's parents were played by five different actors. They just what? like kept recasting her parents, and I'm, I think that's so funny for some reason. Oh my like, god! I'm watching Grey's Anatomy now, which I'm currently obsessing over. Thank you so much. Uh it it is great. But Bailey's son, every time they show him, he's played by a different child actor that's a wildly different age mm-hmm. than he was the episode yeah. prior, which is which wasn't and it's like back to back episodes. Well we're different, we different did not movie. bring up a segment on Grays for this episode, but I would like to ask you guys what year you think it is in Seattle in Grey's Anatomy on the last season. <laughs> So I we've we've talked we've never talked about this on this podcast, but off off pod we've talked about this. And the only way to accept the rules of Grey's Anatomy is to accept that they live in an alternative universe. Like it it, yeah. it can't be the world as we know it. It can't be the timeline as we know it because it <laughs> it, it, it makes no you can't follow well, the, logic. The first three seasons take place over like seven months, but then there's yeah. one episode that's nine months in like season eleven. <laughs> there, I just because I'm going through. I'm on season seven. There was an episode that was like four months long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like wait, what? Yeah, yeah. It's nuts. And they so the one thing that they were always really good at though is that they don't bring in a lot of like pop culture references no, or never, stuff like that. So or, like, right? They 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 do a pretty good job of letting it be evergreen. So you don't usually think about it. But every now and then they'll make like I think the first time it was like super super weird was there's an episode. uh in season like 14 i think where there's a birthday party for a kid and it's got superhero decorations yes meredith's son and it's so jarring because you're like what world is this oh yeah Grey's anatomy is a wild one all right i think on that note we got to take a quick commercial break everyone watch all of Grey's anatomy and come back yes yeah (laughs) 16 season As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. My name is Jenny Owen Youngs. And I'm Kristen Russo. And together we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer one at a time, podcasting about each and every one. Our podcast is called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at bufferingcast.com. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back. Yes, we are. And I am I'm so excited to present with to you all a thesis today uh i you know when when we first started planning today's episode i was i was not sure what my in was going to be Mm -hmm. with continuity errors and i was like you know i I think i like you know i i'm not someone who likes to look for the fault i'm always when i'm watching tv and engaging with it i tend to want to look for ways in not not roads out but then i realized (laughs) there is a fandom that i am a part of in and 
A fandom that just forgave and forgave and forgave. And I don't know why, because there is a show out there that we need to talk about. Because a mistake here or there, that's fair. But this show made so many that like, oh, and I'm hoping uh, that today, Mariah, you can give me some perspective on why this may have happened. But (laughs) today, my thesis is Pretty Little Liars should have been called Pretty Big Errors. Uh, for anyone that is not familiar with Pretty Little Liars, it was yeah. a teen mystery thriller, a teen drama mystery thriller uh, developed by I, Marlene King, loosely based on the novel series of the same name by Sarah Shepard. Uh, it was on Freeform, whatever, that, that channel that's been renamed like 18 times, uh, what, ha- yeah. what is currently now Freeform. Uh, the series follows the lives of four high school girls whose clique falls apart after the disappearance <laughs> of their leader. Uh, one year later, the estranged friends estra- one year later, the estranged friends are reunited as they begin receiving messages from a mysterious figure named A who threatens to expose their deepest secrets. I'm just going to share with you all some of the insane errors that happened on the show and then I would just love some insight onto how a series can be as popular as this was and last as long as it did and continue to get away with what they got away with so and these are not and this is not an exhaustive list this is just we're just scratching the surface but the first one I would like to point out is just like we've already discussed with some other shows before the break this is one in which the timeline is cuckoo <laughs> banana town. And the first time I really realized that this show was taking me on a ride was in season three, episode 13. They have a Halloween episode. Okay. It's the senior year and it is there and it's Halloween. The Thanksgiving episode doesn't then take place until season five. <laughs> Episode 12. So (laughs) between season three, episode 13 and season five, episode 12, we're supposed to believe that all of that action took place over the course of four weeks. (laughs) One month in these teenage girls lives, which is, oh boy. Um, So six of the seven seasons take place in less than two years, basically. Six out of seven seasons are somehow supposedly taking place in two years. Awesome. In addition to this insane timeline, which is never really addressed because they're all aging and growing and changing (laughs) at alarmingly rapid paces, considering it's only two years. They also love to, like, recast major characters. Yeah. Cool. This is also a TV show that is centered around technology and yet the characters don't seem to understand how their devices work many times characters are holding their phones upside down um (laughs) they also use technology that canonically doesn't exist in the year it's supposed to be taking place so like this first six seasons are allegedly taking place in 2010 to 2012 but they're often using technology that didn't exist until 2013 or later and then there's just like all sorts of like the the amount of things that we could call the show out for is crazy like there there is a a problematic couple at the center of this uh, Ezra and Arya and Ezra is allegedly keeps track notes and all the girls but like his own girlfriend he has notes that say she lived in Iceland for three years when it's such a huge part of the story that it was one year. They have sloppy props, sloppy green screens, <laughs> misspelled words. They miss, yeah. they, they get their ages confused. And le- last but certainly not least, they tell you in every episode that they're in Pennsylvania. It is California. Like, the weather doesn't ever track for Pennsylvania. I don't know that I ever saw them in a heavy enough winter coat for what it should be in Pennsylvania. It's like it's like the writer's room. Pennsylvania was a theoretical place that they couldn't possibly have researched. Um, so my question that I would love your, you know, my, my thesis is that this show should have been called pretty big errors. But my question to you that I hope that you two television experts can help me understand is, why is why did I love such a hot mess? Like why when when the mistakes are so glaring, what allows us to forgive? 
<laughs> and I too was a Pretty Little Liars fan. I'm sorry, Pretty Big Airs fan. Thank you so much. And I, when you reminded us that it's supposed to take place over the first six seasons, over two years, I just I lost my mind because the show moved at such a slow but fast pace. If you yeah, know what I mean, like totally it felt like. Obviously, all of this could not have happened in two years. But then it does make sense that seasons would go by where you're like the Halloween to Thanksgiving episode because of the show just was I remember watching every week being like nothing happened. (laughs) Nothing happened. And then all of a sudden, three people are dead. Yeah, it's the weirdest I don't like I can't I can't compare it to any other television show in the way that yeah. it's structured. Like why do you think they chose Pennsylvania if they weren't going to really use that in any way? Great question. I, it's spooky. Yeah. That's true. Like it, yeah, it's so not spooky. Yeah. No. No, it's not. I don't know. It's like the it's almost like they use the set um, a lot of the set is the same set that they used for Gilmore Girls. Um, oh, wow. And so it's almost, I like, truly, it feels like they, like, walked onto that Warner Brothers lot and they were like, hmm, can't call it Connecticut. What? <laughs> where could it be? Like, it just seems like they're like, well, these are the buildings we can use in Pennsylvania. I don't know. It's just like, yeah. it's just so weird because it's not, it's not like a, it's not some a choice they made and then let you forget. Like, they talk about where they are all the time. I don't know if you remember. Like, did that ever stand out to you, Mariah? That, like, they're constantly reminding you that they're in Pennsylvania? <laughs> yeah. And what was the town? Was it Rosewater? Uh, Rosewood? I think it's Rosewood. Rosewood. Yeah. Rosewood. I, and they were always like, yeah, here in Rosewood, a place that doesn't exist, so stop reminding us about it. It was a very, it, they they really did hit that nail on the head a few too many times. Yeah. It's just so wild. It's so wild to want your audience to have that so at the front of their minds. Like, like even in, like, a lot of, like, summaries of, like, what the show is, I noticed when I was, like, like reading up on it today, it's, like, ev- the first sentence of, like, every summary is, like, set in the suburban town of Rosewood. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, like... Maybe Rosewood is actually a real town and they get money off of every They sponsored it. And that's why they read to it. I yeah. would love to find out that was the truth. <laughs> like, it's truly cuckoo bananas. And I recently on the show talked about Gossip Girl. Um, and Loved it. I love. 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 But I do think that, like, it's so interesting to me because I was thinking about, like, there's connections here because these are two series that were like loosely inspired by books who that with like mysteries at the center right but i've never been so invested in a series and just so angry at the the reveal because it just was like you never talked about that like okay but i was thinking about this the other day actually the reveal yeah i finally come to realize that it makes the perfect amount of sense Okay, make make me understand this because I because don't. Dan was such a maybe this is informed by his character from you, but he was such <laughs> a like stalker type yeah. at the very beginning of Gossip Girl, a hundred percent that yes. he would pretend even in private because he probably thought he was always being surveilled as he was doing that on other people. He would in his private moments pretend he didn't know what the Gossip Girl blast was, I... and he had to keep up that charade so throughout. He's... throughout. I'm with you, ex- with the caveat of if Dan's gonna be Gossip Girl, the only way that makes sense is if he if his OTP is Blair, not Serena. What? That's one of Lauren's big things. Welcome to the podcast. I, no, he is. She. <laughs> there is no. There is no doubt that. He wanted Serena to be the OTP. This is that's what he this, wanted. Oh my God. Mariah's walking off. Mariah's walking off. <laughs> She's in her own home. I am shocked and appalled. This is not the first I, time this has happened on the podcast that Lauren <laughs> casually tries to be dare and it doesn't go well. 
Oh my god. I just I from a storytelling point of view, there's just so many weird choices that they made. It just like Dan, yes, it makes sense that he's gossip girl, but then it doesn't when you look at like some of the behavior like he, I don't know. I, I don't know how it literally <laughs> took years for me to settle this in my soul. So I think you need that same courtesy. <laughs> So I believe you'll come to me in a few years and know what I know. It just can't be explained. You'll okay. be at a party and yeah, yeah. it'll just, just come up and say, I know now. I know. I guess. And that's what I happened to me the other day. It hit me like a ton of bricks out of nowhere. And I knew in my soul, Dan was always meant to be gossip. You know what? It, the truth it, was, I watched the entire series after it ended so i mm-hmm. i knew that Whoa. it had been spoiled for me and it doesn't yeah. matter like it doesn't yeah the show is I still amazing the show is great it's i love dan i actually like dan being gossip girl i just don't like that he ends up with serena that's what bothers me for some reason that's the I that's did you like that lisa Loeb was at their me. wedding that i did love okay <laughs> more lisa Loeb. more lisa Loeb. <laughs> yeah. and you know what honestly there lisa we Loeb, go. Lisa Loeb could have saved Pretty Little Liars, too, I think, a time or two. Yeah. She should come in a lot. <laughs> if Lisa Loeb were in more series finales, the, maybe the world would be in a better place. I don't know. Just a thought. <laughs> just saying. We don't know. Couldn't get worse. We don't know. But it could happen. <laughs> well, Lauren, thank you for that special investigation. Yeah, thank I don't know. You. I guess I'm just trying to reconcile how I could love, how I can love something so deeply and also just be so ashamed of it at the same time. Yes. That's that. Wow. Yeah. All right. Thanks for letting me uh, yes. explore. I, I think we need to move on to game number two, which I'm extremely I think we excited do. about. Yes. We've been... I This game has... I can't believe we we showed a self-restraint and that we waited this long to play this game because we're Ooh, so yes. into this game. Um. So, Mariah, your sister, Lauren Ashley Smith, was our first guest. Yes. And we had her play a game in that episode. Um, she felt she did not perform well. And it was a game where we gave her ship names. And she had to guess the couple, as in shipping, mm-hmm. uh, associated with the ship name. And I'm going to yeah. play you her her reaction to her final score. And I apologize for my poor showing. And no, you know what? And it I apologize two two. to my family. Honestly, uh, honestly, those are the people I that need to hear the apology. Yeah, I can already imagine Mariah drafting oh my gosh. a scathing uh, yes. text to you right now. Um, well, that was fun. That was amazing. <laughs> so <laughs> we felt that we could not miss the opportunity oh to bring up your sister's failures uh, in name that ship. Uh, for reference, uh, it was a she had four opportunities to name that mm-hmm. ship, and she got a she, she got two out of four. Uh, so we're gonna play uh name that ship Family Matters edition. Uh, oh aka we're throwing down the challenge to see if you can get a higher score than your sister did. So yeah, Aww. we're gonna play a clip, and then after you hear the clip, let us know if you know who what what ship it is. For a really long time, that's all I had. I just had little moments with a girl who saw me as a friend, and. A lot of people told me I was crazy to wait this long for a date with a girl who I worked with. But I think even then I knew that I was waiting for my wife. So. Oh my God. This is the ship I love. It's Jam, Jim and Pam from The Office. Come on yes. now. Yes. She yep. nailed it. All right. We got, we got one point on the board for Mariah. Whew, almost there. Just even have to give you the ship name you knew the ship name yeah wow. yeah yeah that's let's credit okay uh all right uh, i thought our story was epic you know you and me epic how spanning years and continents lives ruined bloodshed epic i think it's owen and christina wow that would have been oh, a great. good one if you the music was a little loud, so I didn't hear a lot of it. Okay, that's fair. Okay, well, we can give you the ship name. Give me the ship name. Which is Love. Oh. Love. From Veronica Mars? Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know their name. <laughs> <laughs> it's Logan and Veronica, which is the yeah. one that your sister got wrong. One of the ones your sister there got wrong. Go. So... Y- you you did better than your sister that time. 
Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. All right, we got two more for you. Was I so wrong about Ricky and Tanya? I mean, maybe they could have helped raise that baby. Maybe, but Aaron had to be involved, and he wasn't ready to make that commitment. Hey, I'm, I'm trying to tell you that it's it's not your fault. No, it's not helping. Why? Because you don't trust me? All right, Mariah, got any guesses for that ship? I do, but I want to hear the ship name. Naomi. I knew it immediately. Sam and Naomi, private <laughs> practice. Duh. Nice. <laughs> Are there any big continuity issues with private practice and Grace? Or, or that. So here's the thing. I've been trying to watch them at the same time, like trying mm-hmm. to wow. do that sort of viewing. So I think there are slight delays in what hap- what's happening in Seattle and what's happening in LA. Mm. So, but I'm trying to put those puzzles together. Yeah. God bless. So are you doing a watch of private practice for the first time right now? No, I started private practice well before I ever wanted to start Grey's Anatomy because I love babies and Tay Diggs. And that's yeah, the there we go. That I signed yeah. up and I became Addison Montgomery's number one fan. And I, I kept going. Coveted role. It's, it's yeah. such a great show. It's such a fun it's show. It's so good. So many good actors on there. So many good ones. All right, let's hear the last one. Okay, what habits did you change when we moved in together? I stopped being lonely. Oh, my heart. <laughs> that is obviously Kim Ye, Kim <laughs> and Kanye West. Correct. Yeah. And that is such an obnoxious oh <laughs> It's from an interview wow. they did for Architectural Digest, where they interviewed each other on YouTube. That is amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Wow. Well, you love to see it. Wow. I congratulations, Mariah. You That's what we gotta do. You eviscerated your sister's score. I think I think that someday in the near future we're gonna have to have a sibling rivalry episode where we <laughs> yeah. have you two go head to head. And hey, I'm all for it. She she can get ready to lose right now. Wow. But I guess do you accept her apology <laughs> from the top? I don't, because obviously her family knows better. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. When you know better, you do better, which is what I did just. <laughs> wow. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. We got to take I a break. Think, uh, <laughs> I think I think we have to take a break. We're, we got to get Lauren on the phone. We got to we got we got we got some things to unpack. We'll be right back. Okay, we are back. Um, tensions are were high. Um, <laughs> Apologies. You know, but uh, I am going to talk to you about, I think, the most continuity-averse uh, series of all time. Uh, but I think that it did us a lot of good as a generation uh, and my thesis today is that Saved by the Bell's continuity errors taught millennials to just let go. And <laughs> we've needed it in our adult life. There's been such instability and and chaos. And thank God for Saved by the Bell. So I just want to go through all of the bizarre iterations that this iconic show went through. It premiered in 1988 as a show called Good Morning, Miss Bliss on the Disney Channel, which that actually blew my mind. It was about a junior high Mm -hmm. in Indianapolis, Indiana. (laughs) If none of this is resonating, it's because it has nothing to do with the show it would later become. Uh, It was actually a (laughs) Haley Mills vehicle who played Miss Bliss, uh, Haley Mills from the original Parent Trap, as an adult playing a teacher. Uh, But the students were Zach Morris... Samuel Screech Powers, and Lisa Turtle. And the principal was Mr. Belding. This is the core four that we will bring to future series. So the very next... Oh, and also includes Mikey, who's sort of a Slater type, and Nikki, who's kind of a Jesse. Yeah. And they go by the wayside. Because in 1989, we have Saved by the Bell on TMBC, 
I would call this like prime mm-hmm. bell. Like this is what when you when you refer to Saved by the Bell, this is what you're referring to. We've still got Zach and Lisa <laughs> and Screech, but now they all live in California. No one's mentioned why they moved. They're all in high school, which is normal, <laughs> but you grow older. But um, they are suddenly friends with Kelly, who they've grown up with, who's always lived in California, and Jesse, same. Slater just moved there, which is weird to them, but you know, they also just moved there, I might point out. <laughs> but that's fine. Um, so this is like the core four seasons of Saved by the Valentine. This is like the I'm so excited episode. This is episode of the sprain. This is where Kelly and Zach date. Kelly leaves Zach for a guy who works at the max and he does drugs. This is, this is saved by the, yeah, he does. He smokes pot. Okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. Mm -hmm. Dan smoked pot. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's like, all right. The show was maybe had this, uh, first year they didn't really take oh Haley mills has been gone for a while by the way yeah oh yeah she was gone once miss bliss miss bliss was gone after they took her yeah, out she of the, stayed in the indiana which does make sense a teacher often doesn't move with students <laughs> it would traditional traditionally traditionally speaking the principal following these kids was weird and should have been investigated but you could yeah. understand it if you were like okay they tried this show this iteration didn't work they made it this more popular thing and that was it but that was so far from it because then after they graduate, those six characters that we love, NBC ordered another 11 episodes to take place at Bayside after the characters have graduated. <laughs> and oh. Tiffany Thiessen and Elizabeth Berkley, uh, and I respect her choice not to be Tiffany Amber anymore, okay? So mm-hmm. it's Tiffany Thiessen. <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another We're continuity sad. error. What is her name? Sag? Yeah. Sag, please let us know. Um. They ordered another 11 episodes, which Tiffany Thies and Elizabeth Berkeley refused to be in. So they introduced the character Tori, who's just, she is like a new girl. Lisa, Screech, Slater, and Zach just always hang out. They don't know who Jesse and Kelly are. Never mention them. Mm-mm. And again, they're back in high school. They've already graduated. <laughs> but then, now, okay, oh my this God. is a question I have because I can't remember. In syndication, they air it with the episodes like intermixed so like sometimes you have a tory episode sometimes you don't but when it originally aired they just like tagged it on after the graduation correct okay correct and tory was played by leanna creel uh who is this is is a little uh, a bit of fame in the early 90s as one of the creel sisters three identical triplets Mm-hmm. <laughs> two of whom she and her sister Monica played identical twins on 90210 and oh, they have God. a connection to Haley Mills because yes. there was the uh third the third parent trap movie for Disney Channel well and the second so they they're 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 in the second and the third one when it follows the adult um oh, characters God. from the parent trap they follow Haley Mills yeah yeah Haley Mills is their stepmom right Shout out to the Creel sisters. Wow. Would love to know you. Also, did all three of them audition for the role of Tori? And only one of them got it. (laughs) Oh. And also, why did they name this character Tori after Tori's spelling had been recurring on the series as Violet, Screech's girlfriend? That's that's weird. So many questions. (laughs) So many questions. Okay. And then they go to college and they just drop the Tori thing again. They're like mm-hmm. later. Oh my god! Um, they actually have a special where they go to Hawaii, mm-hmm. um, and that's they're back to the prime Bell characters. Then they go to college where uh, there are all the girls don't go with them, which that's also normal. You don't go to college with everyone you've ever met. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's a prime time show now on NBC, yes. not on TNBC mm-hmm. in the morning. Gets canceled after one season, and then. <laughs> I just can't imagine a network doing this now. Then NBC is like, yeah, but the fans need closure. So we'll do the wedding in Vegas special. That was like Mm -hmm. a 90 minute movie about Zach and Kelly's wedding in Vegas. Um, I just have to like for the younger um, people listening and on this zoom, you have to understand (laughs) these episodes were just happening all the time. Like, 
Yeah. I feel like Save by the Bell was on four times a day growing up. And they would show any of these episodes in any order. And you never understood what was happening or why. And then I didn't even bring up Save by the Bell in new class because that's not for me. That's not my journey. Um, though Screech and Mr. <laughs> Belding are once again employed on that show. Mm-hmm. And I just think it maybe helped us have a kernel uh, of of you know daily meditation practice because you just couldn't if you were going to wake up before school and watch a save by the bell and try to make sense of why these characters are there and other characters aren't it, you drive yourself crazy you wouldn't have made it you wouldn't have made it to school you couldn't have gone to no. school um so i thank save by the bell yeah for helping me somewhat with spiritual health i'm i'm <laughs> i honestly I'm i have to thank you for bringing this to us today because i think I'd forgotten some of the lessons that Saved by the Bell taught me. Oh no! And I need, I, I needed, oh. <laughs> I needed this moment. I needed to come back to it and be like, you know what? Sometimes life doesn't make sense. Sometimes a girl named Tori is just gonna be there, and sometimes she won't be there. And we do just have to breathe through it because, even in the end, was, Zach yeah. and Kelly got married, and that's what really matters. Absolutely. Oh. And, of course, there is a reboot coming out. And how will that face all of these many different continuity errors? They may still be in high school. I think so. (laughs) I'm actually, I'm very, I'm cautiously optimistic about how good this reboot's going to be. I think think it's going to be be great. Tracy Wiggs is great. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, I will be disappointed if they don't bring back Tori and then they announce she was a triplet the whole time. (gasps) Wow. Wow, Maria, that, were you were you ever a Saved by the Bell stan? <laughs> uh, I'm a little, it's I'm a little young yes. for Saved by the yeah. Bell. I wasn't sure because you got the older siblings. Only, yeah, but I I remember watching it on Saturday mm-hmm. in the '90s. But like probably when it was, I was probably watching countless reruns. But I remember being angry when they went to college mm-hmm. because it didn't make sense. <laughs> So whatever that was, I was old enough to, that was probably the first time I thought about a continuity era. Wow. Because I remember a distinct memory of Slater and Zach in their like dorm mm-hmm. room apartment in the kitchen. And I was like, this doesn't sit right with me. I love that. I love that. They went to Cal U as many fake Southern California teens do. They go to some version of yeah. something called CU. Yeah. That's like on SBU. There, uh, why well, I don't know Hudson University, Hudson University. Is, is, the, is the university that all the victims. Oh go to. my god! Which is that supposed to be Columbia, or what is Hudson I stand think in it's for? It's just supposed to be every like every New York institution. Okay, it's just all it's it's Hunter, that it's NYU, is, it's Columbia, it's Barnard. Yeah. Interesting, huh? Yeah, Hudson University, Hudson University, which oh boy. If Hudson University were, it should be, it shut, should be shut it down. The fact, shutter the door. Every time Hudson gets spoken on that show, I'm like, how is this? A chill runs up my spine. How are we still? How are our doors open? Like, I'm like, what is it gonna take? Yeah. What is it gonna take to shut it down? To shut it down. It's like it's like I get the same feeling watching that show that I get when I watch like um Halloween and Mike Myers pops back up. I'm like, <laughs> how is this physically possible? Like yeah. the science yeah. the, I don't it defies all logic. <sighs> wow. Oh man. Oh my god. Wow. Wow. This was I learned a lot tonight. Yeah. I felt a lot. Yeah. Felt a lot. Remembered yeah. a lot. And I think the thing that I we we I guess the thing I keep coming back to is like we put up with a a lot growing up, you know, yes, before is. the That's internet, true. before there was internet accountability. We had no we we had no one to shout out to. Like they could gaslight us as viewers yeah. so much yes. easier. Absolutely. Like but now we have we have people like Mariah out there doing the work. Oh, thank you. Doing the work. Fighting the good fight. <sighs> oh. Um Mariah, if our listeners want to to find you and, and follow your detective work, where can they do that? <laughs> um, on Twitter, it's at Mariah, M-R-I-A-H. And on Instagram, at Mariah, Mariah, Mariah. Spells like Mariah. <laughs> Confusing. <laughs> <laughs> 
I went, you to do some detecting to find me online. That's that. Oh, oh, oh man this was even more fun than i thought it would be thanks so much for being here a what a delight and you know you can find us yeah you can find us at we stand social find us at we stand social and as always our inbox is open our dms are open slide on in let us know what you're thinking about the show let us know what topics you want us to dive into and yeah or you know just to say hi or how are you doing <laughs> that's nice too yeah yeah Well, this has been We Stand Together, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.